Hi, hello, and welcome back to Reality with Israel and Autumn. Hi, hello, everyone. It's our second episode, which it's kind of crazy. It feels like it feels like it's been such a long time, but it's only been a week. It has been, so. <laughs> and what's more crazy is the amount of planning we had to do <laughs> in order to just do this one episode. Our second episode i mean we're i guess you could say we're now figuring out like how not easy it is to do a podcast (laughs) i know because like i would when i tell you guys i would send (laughs) autumn reels all the time like tiktoks and be like we still need to start a podcast we still need to start one i thought it was gonna be easy i thought it was gonna be like like i said on the first one just a hi hello how are you but like it is just a lot of like scheduling mm-hmm. yeah also we're not together this week because last week was thanksgiving so we were on break from school but this is the first week that we are apart from each other and other other episodes will be just like this one because i go to school in a different town than israel so this is how it's gonna look like for for now because until winter break is coming soon so break. yeah yeah winter break is coming soon so i'm looking forward to that so yeah how has life been israel since last time we saw each other which is gonna be a week but you know went back to school mm-hmm. uh, next week is the last week of classes classes do you want to say because like as a music majors you know we have juries coming up Mm-hmm. We have final exams coming up, and then we have a couple of performances mm-hmm. coming up. So it's it's kind of been busy. Would you like to explain what juries are to non-music majors? Of course. Jur- what juries are to our non-music majors is, for us, we're voice majors. Now, there's also instrumental uh, juries, but for us as voice majors... At the beginning of the semester, we get put with a voice teacher. That voice teacher gives us songs that we need to memorize for the whole semester. Now, the college that I go to, we sing in front of other voice students every Thursday um, so to get us prepared. And at the end of the semester, we sing in front of our voice teachers and um, get, I guess, kind of I say judged on how good we sound, our memory, um, presentation, and all that. Mm-hmm. So, in short, it's just like a singing exam. Pretty much. Where, yeah, it's for voice majors, it's a singing exam. And then for instrumental majors, it's a playing exam. So, you get like a time slot of 10 minutes, and then you go in with a piece of your choice, and then Whoever's on the panel will pick the next song and have you sing the whole thing. And then we'll might follow up with some questions about the piece. And then um, they will just kind of like write down scores and comments. And yeah, you'll get those scores. Um, I think at the end of the week or the next week or something. Yeah. So yeah, it's just singing exams for music majors, juries, vocal juries, instrumental juries. Yeah, so at my school, our juries are on December 11th and 12th, so it's in two weeks, which is crazy because the end of the semester is coming. It's, I feel like it's gone by so fast and this slow. Semester has gone, like, this semester has <laughs> gone by extremely fast. Yeah, like, if it first started off kind of slow and then, like... There was like at some point where it just kind of like sped up because we're almost towards the end of the semester. And honestly, I'm ready for a break because this semester has been so stressful. Today, I just got done with one of my presentations. I have like, I think, five more presentations and exams to do. Actually, yeah, I think I have like four, four or five more presentations to do. And then I have like two papers to write. I have so much stuff and final projects to do. So I have a lot this semester, but I'm ready for break. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Change of topic. This episode, we want to discuss a couple topics. Let's start with the first one, Autumn. Mm -hmm. This, I guess you can say, is a hot take. Mm -hmm. Hot take. Who should pay on the first date? See, this is a controversial controversial topic in today's society because there's a lot of people that will say you know oh the guy should pay on the first date or it should be 50 50 or um you know like some people make jokes like whoever invited the other person out should pay but this is my opinion um i don't mind splitting i usually always ask right i'm like whenever the bill comes i'm like oh would you like to split the bill i always ask I'm because I'm not a gold digger. I'm like, I'm willing to split, pay for my part. But you know, if he wants to pay, then of course I'll just say, Oh, thank you. And then, of course, if we go somewhere, I'll pay for like, you know, dessert or something. Of course, like when a guy pays, I usually like to pay for dessert if we go. So if he pays for dinner, I'll pay for something else. I, you know, I kind of like it to be 50 50, unless he's like totally like, Oh, you know, I'll pay and you don't pay at all. You just, you know, just come along. Right. Right. So I, like I said, I don't mind splitting. But if he wants to pay for everything, then, you know, I will obviously pay. I won't fight him for it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not like, oh, he should pay or, oh, you know, I shouldn't have to do anything because I spent so much time getting ready and giving him my time and effort. I'm not like that. I I don't mind splitting the bill, so. And what's crazy is, like, I I understand you, like, for Mm -hmm. me, the lady doesn't want to pay, I'll pay. I don't mind paying. But, Mm -hmm. like, in my head, also in today's society, there is a lot of guys that just because they paid for the meal, they want something in, in return. The- yeah. And we all know, we all know, we're not dumb. We all know what that something in return is. Mm-hmm. Like- I, I don't, I don't know if I've had experienced that before, like where a guy expects something in return. I haven't felt that vibe. I don't know if maybe it has happened, but yeah, I've gone on a few first dates where um, the guy has paid. But like I said, I'm not like, you know, I'm making him pay for everything. No, I always ask if they want to split the bill. Now, moving over, like that's going on the dates. But like as a friend, if a friend invites you to go out. Mm hmm. Does the friend that invited you have has to pay or do you split it? No, like the person who invited does not always have to pay unless, you know, like they ask the per- the other person, the other person's like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm on a budget and I, you know, can't spend any more money. Um, unless the person's like, you know, oh, I'll pay for you. Then no, like, um, you know, it it just depends really on the friend the friendship as well and how close you are with that friend. But the person inviting does not always have to pay. It can be split or you know, one person can pay and the other person can be like, Oh, I'll get you next time. You know, it's like a it's like a give and take. It's not just a give and give or a take and take, right? Right. It, yeah. it should be fifty fifty. Because, you know, friends should have each other's backs. But, you know, there are some friends out there who don't do that, um, which is fine. You know, you do you, friends do friends, whatever, whatever fits your friend group. Oh, my gosh. You know, something that just came into my head mm. that I will never agree on. Now, mm. people can attack me all they want. Uh-huh. But if you go out in a large crowd and they want to split the bill. What do you mean? Well, all like like respectfully, it like it's going out like as a big group, and then like the bill oh, is like yeah yeah the yeah bill yeah two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars, and they're like we're splitting it equally, like respectfully. If I ordered like a ten oh, yeah. dollar meal, I'm not gonna pay more than fifteen dollars. Yeah, right, because it's like no, absolutely not, unless it's like I don't unless. I guess this goes back to like the the friend group thing. Like, unless you really trust your group of friends, I'm not splitting with like other people that I don't know. Like, for example, if it was like, 
um, going out with like people you just met from a party or something and you, they want to like split the bill and it's like a freaking $400 bill or something. They're like, oh, we're all going to split between like the four of us or something. Yeah, like no respectfully. Like, no. No, like, it's like I just met you guys and it's like I don't trust you guys like that. And But of course, if, if it's with friends, I wouldn't mind. But ideally that is a lot and it's just it would just be better that you just take care of yourself I mean because like you were going out like you should take care of yourself like I mean shouldn't be that hard to do but then there are people like that in the world so yeah yeah and like I said like respectfully I'm not gonna split a check or nothing yeah, no, unless it's, like, with, like, my friends or family, I wouldn't yeah. want to split with, like, complete strangers or anything like that, because I just don't trust people like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I really yeah. don't, and, like, trust is very much rare nowadays. Right, right. So, like, trust is very much, like, that's why when we go out with, like, a certain group of people, I'm like, I will pay for my own meal. Right, exactly, because, like, I mean... I'm also kind of, like, independent sometimes, so sometimes I'll pay for my own meal. So like, crazy, because I don't know if, like, this is some, I don't want to say trauma, but, like, I don't mind spending on people, mm-hmm. but I do not like it when people spend on <laughs> Yeah, I understand that, because it's, like, you're, you're kind of, like, you, it's like you kind of been the provider, but then, like, when people want to provide for you, it feels weird, and you don't want to take yes. it, because you don't I know don't. how to, like, you know like take it or like process that because you're not used to it right like i just don't like it's not that i don't want it but like i don't know how to react because right right i've never experienced something like this and that's kind of like honestly it just came in my mind that's kind of like people who have never been loved properly like (laughs) we're we're digging deeper here into personal stuff but it kind of reminds you of like when people who haven't been loved properly and they actually get the love that they deserve it's like they what do you do with that it's like they don't know what to do they don't know how to react it's like and like they start testing it they're like you know oh is this real like or is this fake and they start kind of like getting anxious like you know is this even real right now that just came up in my head. That's totally different. <laughs> but, but yeah, there's that. We go from topic to topic like it's... Honestly, crazy. yeah. And nothing is censored here. Nothing is, you know, held back. So we're just struggling yeah. from thing to thing. For sure. But yeah, like, that's what I was saying. Like, that's how personally I am. So in my... Like, you can attack me all you want. But, like, I will never split a bill with a group of strangers no absolutely not like i said like i will not do that because you don't know how they are they're not your friends you know you don't know how people are and i would just rather take care of myself just because it's easier that way and yeah and it's like it's easier for me because like i know what i want mm-hmm. and I know the thing that i want cost so mm-hmm. right is the end and now, like, there's so much, so many things I want to talk about right now, which uh-huh. is like, crazy. Can we please? And I know you, I know you're gonna love this one. Like, I just, <laughs> I know, like, can we please talk about the major red flags in love bombing when you just met the person? So, my gosh, yeah, love bombing. I have experienced that. Quite a few times in my life, love bombing is great, right? <laughs> but love bombing, my gosh. Um, you know, when I was younger, like when I was like a teenager, and like guys would say that to me, I would completely believe it. Until now that I'm like in my early twenties, love bombing is just cringe because it's like, sir, I just like met you like eight minutes ago. And you're here telling me that, like, oh, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever met. And, like, um, like I see a future with you. And no, so, but like, so... like, how are you telling me that when we <laughs> just literally met or we just literally matched on this certain app? Right. And it's, like, love, but I don't, like, that's how you know that they just 
want to like do one thing or like just for the fun of it like i don't that has to be a major red flag at least that's a red flag i don't understand the concept of like why people love bomb because like why be fake right (laughs) because like when you love bomb you're basically being fake and like I don't know, maybe it's just because they're bored. A lot of people are bored nowadays and they just want to like spice things up, which I totally understand the concept of spicing things up, but love bombing as but a like, concept of spice, like no, it's not attractive. What I don't count as love bombing is like when they first say they're like, hey, you're cute or hey, beautiful. This and no, that. like that's... like what I think love bombing is is like when you're just getting to know each other, like on a second day, and they're like, Hey baby girl, how did you sleep? And I'm like you know like, I mean? okay, like you said, like, compliments are a totally different thing. Like, I will take a compliment, right? But when it comes to, like, oh, you're, like, I see a future with you. Or, like, I, like, the L word. The L word, right? Yeah. In, like, three days. Like, like- no, if, if somebody <laughs> tells you that they love you when you've known each other for three days, red flag, block right. them. Exactly. Because you cannot love somebody in that short amount of time. Not in three days. Them. No, I don't, you don't know them. But, you know, some people do fall for love bombing and then they get in a relationship with that person and they only last, like, what, like a month or two? Not even a year. No. And, like, some people believe love bombing so much that, like, when they get into their relationship, that's when it becomes toxic and, yes, because like, they start finding out red flags in, yes, in that like, I will always say in the talking stage mm-hmm. people are so much different than when it comes into the relationship stage because in the talking stage they're like being cute being sweet and then like sometimes not all the time but like when it comes to the relationship stage that's when you truly are starting to get to know that person that you thought you knew already right and I don't know if you ever heard of the three month rule but <laughs> the three month rule kind of applies like like I I think there was this one time where I talked to this one guy and we've been talking for like three months exactly three months and then he his reply started getting like longer like his reply time started going from like minutes to hours and like there was just no effort right so after a short amount of time guys start to like give up like putting up the facade and being who they're not so give it like some people don't give it months some people just like go into it like they're they just want to be in a relationship so bad that they rush into a relationship not even knowing the person fully exactly like um, but honestly you'll never know a person fully until like maybe after a few years or something but i mean some people some people it might be different um but you never truly know a person after just a month because, no. like, they could be pretending to be someone they're not, you know? Like, that's and... why I will always say to somebody, three-month rule. The three-month right. rule. Right. Three months, like, for me, honestly, I I only got to three months with one guy. But most guys, like, they stop talking after, like, what, two, maybe two, three weeks? Um, longest is three months. Shortest is probably like a week. So, yeah, a lot of guys just, I guess, because they're bored and they they just talk to you for like a few days and then move on. Which is, you know, that's just society nowadays, especially this generation. This oh, one yeah, single. Sure. So, this I, generation, it is very hard to find somebody that truly likes you. Right, like with you, because this generation is hate me or don't, but this generation is a complete hookup generation. It is like that's why there's hookup culture, and you know I don't really participate in that just because like I'm growing and I want like a real connection. Yes, and like it's hard to. It's easy to find somebody this these days to hook up with, right? But it's hard and it's rare to find someone who wants a connection, wants to build with you, wants to watch you grow or grow with you and help you grow. 
in your self-growth journey and that's where I am right now is in my you know self-healing era and I need someone who is going to be on this journey with me help me on this journey while I reciprocate the same back to him you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so very much and like I said major this generation is just major red flags Hey, right. don't. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Like, okay. What? Another thing that gets to me and gets me thinking every day when you're in the talking stage and they start acting as to like questioning you, you're like, why are you going out with your friends? I didn't give you permission. Why are you doing this? Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, like in the talk, okay, in the talking stage, if they're already doing that, that's already a red flag. And I would just completely stop talking to that person because we're not even dating and you're already being controlling of me. That is a major red flag. This just being the talking stage, you know, who knows what it's going to be like when you actually get in a relationship with this person. Those are just manipulative people, manipulating and controlling and obsessive and clingy. And those people are not good in relationships because they're going to keep you from doing things that you enjoy doing, especially like they're going to have trust issues and you're not going to get to hang out with friends who you used to hang out with. And those people are just not good people. And if you ever come in contact with people like that, I'd say just, you know, stop talking to them slowly because they're not going to benefit you in a relationship or anything. And you can find people who are way better than that and, you know, give you the freedom that you need and you give them the freedom that they need because, you know, you're your own person. You don't need somebody to control you. No. Especially in the talking stage. That's just ridiculous. Like, how are you about to control me in the, like, I'm not giving you permission in the first place, but like, how are you doing that in the talking stage? Right. Like, that's just ridiculous. Because, like, ladies, gentlemen, um, who's ever out there, they, thems, they, thems, if they are very much controlling during the talking stage, just do yourself a favor and end it. Because mm-hmm. at the end, they will break your heart, they will make you cry. And they will make you not believe in love anymore. Mm, and I'm, you know, saying this to one person and, and you know who this one person is, but they just need to leave that person. Leave that mm-hmm. person. Leave that person because they're not going to benefit you in any way, shape or form. They're just going to hold you back from doing things that you like to do. And in a, being in a relationship, that's not how it should be. They shouldn't hold you back from things that you used to do. You used to do before you met them. Because, like, talking from experience, there. I mean, let's talk about that right now. I was talking to this person, and I used to hang out with Autumn. I used to hang out with my other two friends before um, I met them. And one day I told them, I said, hey, um, we hung out yesterday. So now it's my turn to hang out with my friends. And that person specifically said, why are you hanging out with with them without my permission? Like, I need to give you permission before you hang out with them. That just just boils my blood, honestly. Because who are you to say that? Yes. Like, who are you to tell me? And, like, who are you to get mad because I'm hanging out with my friends? And another red flag is them always wanting to be with you 24-7. Mm-hmm. that to me is a red flag mm-hmm. because I'm sorry respectfully I need my space and I mm-hmm. need to hang out with my friends because I'm not going to talk to my friends just because you don't like them or because you didn't give me permission like what right right it's like no so respectfully no like I said red flag if they want to be with you 24 7 like believe me right. or not both of you need your space from each other sometimes. Yes, right. Because, like, you know, you don't always need to be with each other. You can always, con- like, you know, talk to each other in different, um, communicate with each other differently rather than just being in person. And I understand some people out there are, um, you know, they need to be there physically. But I'm, we're talking about people who are, like, obsessive clingy, like, crazy obsessive. 
like I need to be with you 24-7 or who are you with you know why did you go out with them and like they get mad because like you know you're hanging out with your friends or something it's just ridiculous honestly those clingy obsessive people like there's just no trust and that's not how a relationship should be no it's not and it's just like it's just a red flag to Mm -hmm. me Right. And also, ladies, gentlemen, they, them, respectfully, if they are not willing to, how do I want to, how do I word this? If they're not willing to come, come out for you to their family, like you did to the, to your family, leave them. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Like I said, leave them. Right. Just, they do not deserve you. Right. Because you did all this sacrifice and all of that for that one person, for them just to tell you, I'm never going to tell my family. Like, if you truly love somebody, you're not going to be embarrassed of how they look or how they act. But if they say they don't want to tell their family, red flag, leave them. But what if, like, I know there's going to be some people out there who are going to be like, but what if, like, you, if you really loved each other, you would fight for each other, and no matter what, you'd stay together. There's going to be somebody like that who's going to be out there and be like, well, my person and I, you know, at first we started off, we didn't want to tell our family, but then, you know, um, we we waited, and then now it's worth it. Now they accept us. So what yeah, do you have which, to I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. that. It's like a, like a, oh. Use a quote from Adele. She once said, what is meant for you will never leave you. Mm-hmm. Which is like what I totally understand. What's meant for you is never going to leave you. But like the actions and the the actions that this person was showing me was a definite no. Like I would ask, would you be willing? And the question would be, I mean, not the question. The question I would be was, would you be willing? The answer every time would be no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. So respectfully, if that's the case, then I'm sorry. I'm going to move on because I want a person that I can be myself around. And I want a person that is not afraid to show affection in public. Right. And I understand that, too. I'm just trying to look at this from different perspectives. But I understand where you're coming from Which, because... If a person doesn't want to, like, you know, if they never want to come out or anything with you, then, you know, you shouldn't waste your time sitting around. Like, you need to focus on yourself as well and move on. Because there there are people out there who are going to be willing to do things for you and, you know, they won't hesitate to do so, so... Yeah, because like if they want to, they want to live in secret. Then like that's just a red flag to me. You deserve much better. Mm-hmm. And if you always ask that question, and your answer is their answer is always no, move on. You deserve so much better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm happy for all those people that overcame that. Yay for y'all. But like some people just don't. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I went through. And like I said. Not anymore. I'm sorry. Right. That's what I've been telling you, you know, like, um, you don't need to wait around for a person, especially if they're not reciprocating back what you give them. You just need to let people go. Like, if yes. those people don't give you the same energy that you give them, it's not going to work out. No, like, me personally, it. I would want to be with somebody who reciprocates what I give them as well because I want this to be 50-50 and not just you know 70-30 or like um, you know 60-40 or something you know yeah yeah. Like if you're not giving me 50% and I'm giving you 50% I'm sorry yeah. but yeah it won't work it's not gonna work we'll move on Right. There's a lot of options out there, you know, and we're still young. We still have time to be careful and choose our partners carefully. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Be single and take care of yourself. You know, if you go to school, 
finish school, focus on yourself, focus on your health, and yes, don't you ever, don't you ever drop out of school for somebody. Does not matter how much you love them. Does not matter how much you would do for that person. Don't you drop your dreams for that person. If it's not like your own child, don't drop your goals for a person. (laughs) Because a child is different than a partner. You know? And a child is going to need your attention, need your um, you know, support and financing and stuff like that. But when it comes to a partner, don't don't lower yourself for somebody. Don't forget yourself for somebody. And especially don't beg somebody to stay if they don't want to stay. This is the thought that I had earlier is I will never, ever, ever in my life ever again beg someone to stay. Because when I used to like be like 19 or 18 and I really liked somebody, but they didn't like me, I would try to prove myself to them that, oh, you know, I really like you and I want you to see my worth. But then like now that I'm older, I realized that when I would, when I would try that, I'm just begging them to see my worth. And if they don't seem like, if they don't want to like talk to me anymore, they already don't see my worth. And I don't have to prove myself to people to see my worth because somebody who is meant for you is going to see your worth regardless of, you yeah. know, what you do. And they're going to, you know, really be there for you and want to be with you. Not just because of, you know, like something big. It's like because, oh, you know, the way you were talking really, really sparked an interest in me or something. It's just like, you know, the small details, right? Yeah. And yeah, like I will never, ever, ever beg a man to stay. Like if you don't want to be with me, the door is open 24 7. You can walk right out. Please. You know, because like I'm not out here begging for people. Like you walked yourself in here. And if you want to walk out, I'm not going to stop you. And, you know, don't expect me to stop you because, you know, you walk right out. Somebody out there is going to, you know, see my worth more than you ever did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. I'm not going to, like, I used to be like you. Like, I used to, like, beg these people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, we're not. Like, if you were over, then we'll go ahead and walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and leave because, like I said, I'm quoting the Queen Adele herself. Love her. What is meant for you will never leave you. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of, I'm kind of going off of that, but I'm also going off what is meant to be will be. Yeah. And, you know, if it comes back to you and it stays, then it was meant for you. Then Now, like, now that you're talking about, there have been situations to where what is for you leaves take some time thoughts breathes and then it comes back to you right there's a lot of cases that happen like that where you know some couples are like oh you know we broke up for like a year or two but then we saw each other again we got back and here we are married like you know 20 years later and there's a lot of cases that happen like that but um and and if it's meant for you it'll come back for you then and meant it'll stay because sometimes you just need time apart to realize that you can't live without each other and that you actually that person was actually your person. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Mm-hmm. That is very, very true. Right. But like I said, it's just take care of yourself first. Love yourself before you love somebody else. Right. Especially in your 20s. If you're like in your early 20s like us and you're like... And you haven't found love. somebody... <laughs> Like, if you're in your early 20s like us, and then, like, you've seen your high school friends already married, already having kids, already in a stable career, do not beat yourself up for it, because everybody moves at their own pace. Exactly. That's why I tell everybody. And I'm just taking this life, you know, one day at a time, whatever. I'm going, I'm, I still have my goals, and I'm working towards them. And everybody is at a different pace in life. And just because one person that who is your age is, um, you know, a little bit further than you doesn't mean that you'll never get there. You just, you know, it just takes some time and it's okay. Yeah, just take your time and enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. you only get one life. Exactly. And you only get one. Take it slow. Make it worth it. Do things you yeah. love doing. Get the experience. Know what you want. Know what you don't want. 
and we're still young like live your life party do whatever right go to school work make money and travel especially travel a lot of people love to travel and i would love to travel too but definitely after i graduate (laughs) for sure yeah and i want to be a travel nurse so i can just be like everywhere Right. And traveling, you make a lot of money traveling as well, too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make a good chunk of money right there. But I know this is going to sound basic, but my dream city to go to is New York City. Mm-hmm. New York. The Love city. The... <laughs> I think I think New York is like ranked like one of the most. Is it dirtiest? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I have never seen a rat whenever I I went there, but apparently their rats are like huge. And I've seen videos on like TikTok and like social media, like their rats being huge and just casually like walking like into the sewers and stuff like that or whatever. <laughs> but I oh my gosh, I've never seen a rat myself. Nor have I ever rode the um the subway. Is it a subway? I loved we were over there when we went to sing in Carnegie Hall. Uh-huh. I loved riding the subway. Okay. Although we yeah, did, I've never read we, that before. If you're not from New York, please read the maps because we got lost. <laughs> we somehow got into a got into the train and somehow ended up on like halfway across New York somehow. Mm-hmm. No idea how. <laughs> If you're going to walk around New York, please take walking shoes because... <laughs> yes, because you're going to be walking around a lot. I'm also... Okay, this this is... I'm really curious because this just came up in my head. But I want to talk about age gap couples. Specifically, oh my women, women who are older than their, right their partner. That is a topic that I love. <laughs> word yeah like i want to specifically specifically talk about women who are older than their partners who is a male can we please Um. okay please (laughs) say like how like the way i see it in today's world is like it is okay for a guy to date a younger person Uh but heaven forbid a girl or a woman is dating a younger person than them like okay, like there's, why? There's different. There's different views about this. You know, it's like oh, she's a milf, like you know, dating right. her guy, and like, you know, like a lot of people just have different preferences, right? Yes. But then for honestly, for me personally, like I have had bad experiences with guys younger than me or my age because like they're never serious or they're too immature. Because I like people who are like you know calm and mature, like who can also joke sometimes but not be super immature and so like the guys who are younger than me like I usually tend to be like oh I can't do that just because just because I've had some bad experiences and I don't want it to be like a repeat but um you know like there there might be you know someone who you know might be younger who um you know might spark an interest sometimes you know what I mean Okay, but to me, like the cutoff, there's a cutoff limit for me. I'm sorry, because like if you're, let's say twenty, so called, oh dating, yeah, like a, dating like a sixty year old, like what are you doing? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like I said, a lot of people have different preferences. Yeah, which know? means nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. You do you, but I just, it's just like, I just, I'm like, well, okay, I mean, live your life. Yeah, and there's different circumstances when it comes to that. But yeah, there are, you know, younger guys who are like in their 30s who are into like women who are in their 70s or something, you know, like that's like a that's like a whole 40 year age gap. But, you know, some people like some guys like older women. And if you and your husband or you and your boyfriend are an age gap couple, you know, that's you know let me know you're like let us know your experience because like i am genuinely really curious because i may or may not be kind of in a situation like that right now and like but like let us know like the struggles that you went through because (laughs) i know you guys have had to go through a lot of struggles especially with people 
Like, oh my gosh, how can you be dating somebody older than you? How can you be dating somebody younger than you? You're basically dating the child. Like, preferably for me, like I would like to be with like an older guy, just because um, I just I just prefer older guys. But sometimes there are some younger guys out there who might have you know spark my interest, but that's very rare. And I tend not to go for guys younger than me, especially if they're like still like, um, like if they're just eighteen or nineteen, like you know, it yeah. it kind of bothers me because it's like, oh my gosh, like you're like it kind of feels like they're like a baby, they're too young, like especially like just nineteen, it kind of bothers me. It kind of bothers me because it's just like you're so young, and I'm like in my early twenties, and yeah, so. Yeah, like, for me, I will not talk or date anybody. I'm 23. And my cutoff limit right now is 20. My cutoff limit is, I would say 20. Yeah, 20 as well. Because it's just, like, if I go to, like, 18 and 19, it's, like, that's, like, a whole, like, four and three-year age gap. And it kind of bothers me. I know it's not a lot. You know, there's people out there who have, like, like I said, preferences. Gap, but me, I pre- preferably like older guys just because um, they kind of have their life together. Sometimes, in some cases, not all the time. But yeah, not all the, time. the most part, logically, they have their life and career together sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So... Which is very true, but like I said, please let us know how your experience was. Yeah, if you're an age gap couple, let us know because I'm generally <laughs> curious on how you know who initiated what, who is interested yes. in who. I'm genuinely curious, genuinely curious for age gap couples and who made the first move. Because you know, sometimes like it's like, oh, you know, the guy made the first move, but it's like if the woman who's older made the first move i want to know you know i'm just genuinely curious oh my gosh and can we please talk about also making the first move like i don't see anything wrong with the woman making the first move (laughs) like nowadays um it it can go both ways you know but i used to make the first move if i really liked a guy like and this was like just a few years ago i used to make the first move and every time i made the first move it never worked so now that I'm like on my self healing journey, I don't really make the first move anymore. Right. But like, it's okay to it's it's okay for a woman to make the first move, and sometimes it works. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And in my case, it hasn't worked for me a lot when I made the first move. But yeah. it's really it kind of like shows like a lot when a guy makes the first move and they keep it consistent because it's like oh they're really trying to pursue you because they really like you but sometimes when the girls make the first move uh, and the guy's not interested he won't put any effort into it so you know there's a there's a time when you know you should stop trying to pursue somebody if they're not interested oh yeah that's that's what i used to do too like i used to um i used to well first off i used to be really like you know trying to prove myself that I'm worthy, but now I don't really do that anymore because I I don't waste my time on somebody. So, no. but, um, like, yeah. Like if they're not putting in the effort, then you just shouldn't. Honest, goodness. right? Like, and you just move on. You just yeah. move on, and you just go on about your day. But um, making the I I do nowadays I do get pretty nervous on making the first move because it's just like it feels kind of weird and I don't know <laughs> I totally understand you though like yeah it is very I don't know it's making the first move it's very it's, it feels weird right and it's it's it feels weird because I haven't done it in a while but it also like it's like a very scary experience you know and i think a lot of people can agree like, like when you like somebody a lot and you try to make the first movie you're scared of like you know uh, messing it up and it's <laughs> yes i'm like right and i it's just like uh-huh. or like 
Or like, what if like they don't feel the same? But then like, okay, here's how I look at it. You know, when you make the first move, the worst that can happen is like, they're like, oh, I'm not interested in you at all. That's the worst that can happen. But, you know, sometimes you can get a good conversation out of it. You might get to know the person better. You might get to find out what you like about them, what you don't like about them. And just kind of sometimes get the closure that you need. Because it's like, you don't know somebody until you start getting to like talk to them. So if you make the first move, you can find out a lot of things. Maybe maybe sometimes like hitting them up and you're like, oh, I really like you. But then like you find out some stuff and you don't like them anymore. So you got like that confirmation that, oh, yeah, they're not who I was expecting. So, you know, yeah, that's fine. We can put it off. But then it's like when you sometimes when you make the first move and it goes well, then you can thank yourself that, oh, my gosh, like I finally had enough courage to make the first move. And then you can just go from there. So. But please, going back to episode one, whatever you do, don't you dare make your first move is ask for their Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, like, especially, like, if you really like them, but your main source of communication is Snapchat. Because, like I said, Snapchat is, like, the app for, like, you know, adding your hose on a Snapchat and sending, a lot of people send, like, you know, nudes on there, and it's just not attractive, so... yeah but please go ahead if you're a girl make the move if you're a guy make the move right just don't ask for the snapchat (laughs) like if you're genuinely interested then ask for their number like or like ask to go on a date or something 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 genuine you know yes like put in the effort if you really like them but um yeah effort is what kind of like Show them. You know what I mean? Effort is sexy. And a lot of girls love effort. So if you really like a girl, just give her, like, really show her that you're interested in her. And just, like, yeah. Effort and time and quality time. And, um, yeah. Like, a, a real woman would really be more interested in your time and effort personally because personally i really like a a person more when they spend time with me and they listen to me and i listen to them and we just have like that bond and genuine connection yes like for me honestly you don't have to buy me things to show me that you like me or that you love me it's just a simple staying communicated um going out every once in a while Mm -hmm. because let's still remember a lot of people have the personal personality of not always wanting to go out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of differences. And mm-hmm. like talking stage, that's when you find out their what they're like, what they like, what they don't like. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Right. That. But yeah. <laughs> it's just finding out their red flags that is the most important thing that too and like finding out like you know like a lot of people nowadays have icks and you know maybe if you talk to them you get to find out um if they have like it like give you like the ick or something you know yeah (laughs) yeah i have like a a list of icks and turnoffs and yeah but and please, if you are going out on a first date, does not matter what, for the love of everything, give somebody your life location. Yeah, especially like a friend or like a family member or something. Yes. For safety. Obviously, like... because like, you know, there's a lot of, nowadays, safety is important. Yes, because I've seen way too many documentaries. Documentaries. Share my location. Right. And I too many documentaries, too many cases. Yeah. It's just... You can't trust nobody nowadays, especially if you're meeting them off a dating app. Mm-hmm. Very sus. That is extremely sus. Now I'm not saying mm-hmm. anything wrong will happen, but like have yourself some pepper spray or something. Right. Like just be careful and just be like mindful of yourself. Your safety is important. Yes. And always always go to like a public place. I don't want to say like a crowded space, but like somewhere where you're not alone. Right, right, right. Like, it's, don't go to their house on the first date or something. Please don't. <laughs> Do not go to their house on the first date. 
Yeah, like if they just want to hang out, like do not do that. No, yeah. like that's how you get killed. Right, and you want to be careful. And if you, and if your instincts tell you something, go with them because half the time they're always right. Right, exactly. You just want to be safe and careful. Yes, please, for the love of everything, be safe and be careful. Right, right. Because, Ugh. like I said, I've watched way too many documentaries that I know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't even go to people's house. Yeah, like that's scary. Like I don't invite I don't invite people to my house. I don't want to go to their house. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Just but always yeah. have your location on people. Just be as careful as you can. Yes. Be careful. Oh my gosh. I would love to get a chemical pew. Or like a facial. I would love to try a facial. <laughs> it's just big change. It's random. I'd love to. I'd love to have a spa day. I've never oh, had a spa gosh. day before. You know, about a chemical thing, it's just. I don't know how your face would feel after, you know. Like I've seen a lot, and like, like their skin everywhere, and I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of. It should be good sometimes. Get all that gunk out of your face. All those black. Um, what is it? Black blackheads and white heads off your face. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, they them. It is getting time to end, and I would just like to say thank you for joining us once more. As always, we love you. We love you joining us. Share, like <laughs> our podcast. We're glad that you guys like it. That we change literally from topic to topic like it's crazy, right? <laughs> and um, we love to talk about different topics. Today's topics mm-hmm. were red flags and a lot of other more. Mm-hmm. But other than that, thank you all for joining. Thank you all for joining us, and I hope you guys have, if you are in school, you have a few weeks left of school, you got this, we got this, we can do this together. Alrighty. Take care of yourselves, and remember, mental health always comes first. Oh yeah, take care of yourself, drink water, eat, take your vitamins, take your medications, take just take like at least five minutes every day to do some sort of self-care because you matter. You are important. You are loved. You are loved. Mm-hmm. And we care for you. Although we may not know each other, we love and care for you. You matter in this world. Yes, because we are all going through something that nobody else knows. And just remember, you are loved. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Autumn, have a great night. You as well, Israel. Please join us next week for episode three. Alrighty, have a great night. Have a good morning, wherever you are in the world. Goodbye.